BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Happy, um, happy what? Monday. Monday. Oh, my God. If there ever was a Monday. If this ain't a Monday. Then I don't know what is. Hey, guys. Welcome to Florida. Well, if you're listening as a podcast, business as usual, premium audio quality. Yeah, yeah, Brass and Strass. Brass is here, missing Strass, but he's just down the street. He should have been here, but the couch ain't big enough for the four of us. But for the 11 people who watch us on YouTube, we have decided to build an extremely impromptu, this is not, we repeat, not, Jackie's official home studio setup. We just got some shit off of Amazon. We had a random couch laying around. I just ran to Best Buy. If I'm looking a little shiny, it's because Best Buy is hell on fucking earth. And I bought us a new fancy camera. So we're doing the most. Let's take it from the beginning. So today is Monday. Yes. Last time we saw you guys, it was Wednesday. And if these haven't been the four craziest, busiest days of life, I don't know what has been. Like, I moved down here. My moving boxes. During that time, Claudia decided to take an extended trip to Florida, who knows when and if she's ever leaving, which was so exciting for me because I love you and I miss you. Right. You moved to Florida on Thursday and I took a flight on Saturday. But you planned it on Friday. Yes. Yeah. So I missed you so much and I'm so excited. We had an amazing weekend, which we'll get to, but it was also just great for content mm-hmm. because we can be together and we get that je ne sais quoi that happens when we're together. Right. So there even though we're not... a different je ne sais quoi when we're remote and it's like craziness. It's not a je ne sais quoi. It's a mental illness. Like... <laughs> We're unhinged. Yes, but we have Jackson Claude back in the studio. So once we realized that we would be podcasting together, then we were like, why do audio only? We could put together a little studio. Now, we need to drive home the point that this is temporary. Yeah, we, we heard your nasty critiques of this couch, which is very cool, and by I the just, way. In defense of this couch, this couch never asked to be a star. Right. This couch never asked to be on the show. Like, we said couch, like, you're looking nice. Do you want to be on the podcast, the vodcast? And the couch... At- acquiesced no and the couch was there for us when nobody else was so honestly i will not tolerate any fucking slander about this couch and you guys being like that couch is ugly that couch is not it that couch is not toasty like we recognize that this isn't the typical toast we recognize that you know what is toasty perseverance and courage And and that's what it takes an entrepreneurial spirit coupled with mogul energy right waking up at literally the crack of dawn to go to fedex and best buy just so we could get a premium like i just want to hear the critiques but it's really important to remember like this is not jackie's official florida setup she has sickening wallpaper more furniture we have a whole thing but we figured while we were here we might as well be moguls and video together and honestly we did a little test shoot last night it looked super cute obviously not as premium as our studio in New York. But you know what? It's actually pretty great. And if you want to know what the journey was like to building this studio, 
we vlogged. Okay, some I couldn't put my finger. Remember during the vlog I said, this feels like we're filming an episode of Arrested Development? Yes. Somebody left a comment, and I'm sorry, I don't know who it was, um, and that perfectly – that's not, I wasn't trying to say Arrested Development. I got the wrong TV show. It was literally an episode of The Office. Yeah. Like, zooming in on people and, like, their reactions. Right, and working with your coworkers and right. talking about the experience. It was so funny. We were putting together everything last night, and by putting together, like, you know, angles, moving the couch, putting Setting up the Setting up the lights. You know, this art had a glass on it that frame. the boys – A glass frame. The boys took it off because there was a – glare just all this stuff and we were sitting here we were laughing so hard and we were filming it because it was a test mm-hmm. and we we're like we should just be vlogging it because we're filming ourselves anyway and then it turned into really a masterpiece the reviews have been so rave people are saying it's the best episode yet they said they haven't felt this way since the great chili cook-off yes i saw that as well it really is so premium it felt like a little episode of a reality show and it's hysterical and really the husbands were, were the, the stars. stars like we're in it obviously because husbands strife brothers us yeah, we were like irrelevant uglies in that video, and I wouldn't Beyond. have had it any other way. It was such a delight to film. It's on the Patreon now, um, patreon.com slash toast. And you can also get a little like look-see behind the scenes of how we came to this stylistic choice. Yes, given the resources that we had. So I just want to say once again, this couch is not permanent. We're not trying to make it like the new toasty thing. This couch just was wanted to be an anonymous couch in my house, and now it's thrust into the spotlight, and all the hate it's receiving, like, it doesn't deserve that. This couch is a private citizen, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm hoping like a um, a fan account pops up for the couch. Yeah, justice for this couch. Justice for it's these very fans. cool. I think it's cool. Like not only I wouldn't choose this couch like for the show, but like as just like a cool piece of furniture. It's cool. Like you should keep it in your studio. Like if you I don't know need to take a siesta between podcast, 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 meeting, 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 podcast, 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 photo shoot, photo shoot, photo shoot. So. Now that the four people who actually tune in on YouTube have been addressed, let's address the millions who listen as a podcast. Yes. Hey, hey guys. guys. Hi. Um, let's catch up. Like, you literally have had a life-changing week, and obviously I had to, you know, come down here and make it about me. Of course. No, but I couldn't have done it without you, and the idea that I would be here and have experienced this weekend and you wouldn't have been there, like, it wasn't meant to be that way. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. So you really made this weekend so <gasps> in Crayob. Thank you. It was just a really – Floridian weekend. I feel like I'm hitting the ground running living here. Have Bruno you been to Publix? Is drinking my coffee. <gasps> Bruno! You're going to be so... Am- Bruno's going to be like zoomies all fucking night. As if Bruno couldn't get crazier. Can I ask you a question? Would you ever drink that after Bruno drinks it? If I needed to, but this was the end of my second cup, I could say goodbye. If it was the beginning of my first cup, Bryce, we're sharing coffee. Right. But I think it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. You want me to Maybe get rid of it? Set yeah. it down. Yeah, but don't – the couch. Remember the couch. Of course. I'm just – it's fine. I'm leaving it oh, here. okay. Yeah. Scary. Okay, so it's been a transformative weekend, but between moving, like, all – the treacherous that come with moving. And I really tried to make it as least treacherous as possible, yet it still came for me. There's that no coffee ab- is going to spill because the, the arm oh of the couch. God. Just get up and put it on the ledge. Get up. Get up. This is okay. Fine. inhumane. Bruno, get your butt up here. Thank you. You're the Bruno, I just want to let you know, like this is our first podcast of the week, and so far I wouldn't ask you to come back tomorrow. So get your fucking ass up and sit down. Yeah, because you were boy. being an angel last night on the vlog. movie star. Yeah. Okay, so this weekend, back to it. Right, so I got here on Saturday, and we had such a fun time. Like, we've been swimming, we went out to lunch, I've been hanging out with Kaylor and rolled so much. Did Ro- you get what you came here for so far? 
I still haven't found what I'm looking for because I'm looking for a pub sub. Um, you and haven't found one. I've, you know, I've never had a pub sub. No, but everyone's saying like you would love them. No, the chicken tenders are like known there, but I haven't really even spoken about this because everyone is so mean to me whenever like I do talk about it. But I've been like dieting, um, and like I'm I want so a jealous. pub sub so bad, but I'm really doing a good job and I'm really proud of myself and I'm starting to feel like so much better. Um, Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. So I went to Publix yesterday. I bought a lottery ticket, by the way. I forgot to tell you. If you want in, you have to tell me because the numbers come out tomorrow. And currently, it's me and the Shapiros. So, so I could invest in your ticket? Yes. Huh. I did $40 worth of the Mega Millions is at $790 million, Jax. $40? And the Powerball Florida exclusive is I think 103 104 so um, it's very exciting so if you want to get in you're gonna have to Venmo me because then me and Olivia win and then we move to you know Beverly Hills right and we leave you in the dust damn okay how much of an investment are we talking well do you want in on the Mega Millions and the Powerball or just the Mega Millions which is 790 I think just the Powerball so that would be uh what is 40 divided by 3 15 it's like odd 11 Well, this is sad. It's 13 and 33 cents. Yeah. So I expect Will you give that. me a deal? 13? Mm. Call it even? Well, then we'll, we would split. The, if we win, <laughs> we would split it proportionally. Got it. So I'd be like 32 and, and two thirds. You a couple million dollars because you wouldn't send me 33 cents. Okay. So it was very exciting. And, you know, I buy lottery tickets all the time. But I don't know how the lottery works. I just know if you live in New York, like, you don't win. No. It's always someone in Florida. Hello. Why not you? Why now? It's going to be me. I love this encouragement. Actually, I feel like this happens once a year on the show. Where we where buy a Powerball. We. You buy wow. a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. And you are Making on this. personality hi- No, you're on this high horse of like you're winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is being left in the dust. No, if you don't buy a lottery ticket. This and is your last week as a lay person. Jackie, if you don't buy a lottery ticket and spend the time until you find out you lose, like acting as if you're going to win hands down, no question, then – you're not a human being. Everybody buys a lottery ticket and spends the next couple of days, like, basically just assuming they're going to win. I think that's the problem, though, and that's where people get into trouble no, because okay. people who buy a lottery ticket every week and yes. live that week like they're about to win the lottery can find themselves in a lot of debt. Okay, that's true, but I was talking about this with Olivia because I spent $60 on tickets. Like, I got a lot of numbers, which is really dumb because they're literally $2. But then I was saying to Olivia, like – Olivia was saying, you know, $60 basically down the drain because you're not going to win. And I'm like, yes, but the excitement I'll feel for the next three days, like talking about it, look, I'm podcasting, I'm making my money back right now, you know, <laughs> that's worth $60 to me. Three days of joy for, for $60. Sure. As long as you're not living large and spending money I'm that not. you haven't earned no, or won yet. No, I'm not. I'm, I didn't mean uh, financially. I heard I you at Best Buy this morning. You were spotted at Best Buy, like buying up all the equipment. I bought literally three things, and that was all they had in the store. You know, the supply chain has hit Best Buy. I was talking to the man who works there, Anthony, literally such a nice guy. And can I just say how I hate buying podcasting equipment because somebody always asks. Of course. And then you also not only do not want to, like, talk about yourself because you're so shy. No, it's awkward. But then you also do sound like a person who's in their basement, like, thinking that the world cares what you have to say. So that's – And then also – it's like, well, I'm about to be a podcaster, and if your personality isn't dazzling while you're talking to them, it's like, why are you podcasting? I was being quite dazzling, but it did occur to me that this man thought I was just going to, like, literally, like, open up my computer and, like, think I'm going to be the next 
morning toast. <laughs> um, so I felt like slightly you embarrassed. You thought you were going to be the next Claudia Ashray. Right. I was slightly embarrassed, but I also didn't want him to like press because like then he Googles and it's just a downhill. Like I just, I prefer to buy my podcast equipment online is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and he told me the supply chain crisis has hit Best Buy as well. I would imagine. So literally the entire store was so empty. I'm like, is this a brand new store? Are you guys going out of business? He's like, no, the chip crisis. I'm like, excuse me? The chips. Like these tech companies don't have a lot of chips and every, yeah. every product needs a chip. That's what's happening with cars too. So they're not going to put a chip in like a $100 camera because they only have so many left. They're putting them in the $3,000 cameras. So that's all there is available. I was able to get a decent price on this gorgeous Canon one. But Best Buy is truly um, the the worst. Yeah. I would feel like it would be not the worst, but I haven't graced one in a decade. So I can't say. Yeah. And it's just like it's crazy how if I was in the city and I, this morning I had to go to FedEx because – Neither you nor Olivia have a working printer, and you have a pass Thank because you. you just moved. But I'm like, Olivia, you both work from home. You don't have a fucking printer. I have a printer um, complex like because I have one, and I think it's like really irresponsible when other people don't. Yeah, you do have all of those things. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's so cheap and so easy. Like I just – I don't believe in not having a printer. So I had to go to FedEx, Best Buy, and then I was thinking like if I was in New York, like I would have gotten this shit done in 30 minutes. Everything was 45 minutes away, like – but you got to drive. Did you listen to music? Of course. I was being insane. I cannot believe I didn't crash to Shapiro's car. There's just a lot going on. And the yellow lights here are insane. Because they're long? They're so long, so you get comfortable. So I'm driving, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll slow down. But no, like, I had – then I literally almost died. Like, I, I fully ran, a, like, a complete red light. And I'm, like, standing in the middle of the <laughs> interface. I'm like – I mean, the intersection. Yeah. I got this is an interface. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is literally, like, how people die. And I was thinking if I got um, pulled over, like, I would have a really good explanation. I'm like, sir, I'm incredibly confused. Like, is the light yellow for 30 seconds or 30 minutes? I can't tell. Yes, but being an out-of-towner, I do think that's a typical excuse. It's an excuse people use. I think it depends on the officer and if he wants to grant you a pass. But, like, even though the light is yellow for 30 seconds, like, you still should have slowed down. Right. I guess that's – that's so true. You know? But I, like, had a heart attack. I was having so much fun, like, listening to, like, all this country music and then, like, reality <laughs> hit. I'm like, girl, slow down. Did I you get a died. nice coffee? That's all you needed. A big coffee. No, I didn't get a nice coffee. I don't want to take a dump in Shapiro's <laughs> car. <laughs> You'd rather take one on my couch. I thought that would be rude, you know? They <laughs> let me borrow their car. That would be really, <laughs> really rude, really rude. So how are you liking suburban living so far, aside from that? No, it's just, like, crazy. There really are so many cultural differences between living in a city and living in a suburb, and mm-hmm. I obviously always knew that. But to, like, actually wake up and go to work in the suburbs, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Well, Literally, we I haven't all, even done my job yet. I'm sweating. We also are putting together a studio for, like, the number one podcast in, in the, the world. Universe, soon to be the number one podcast in the galaxy. Right. So I imagine you're tired. It was extremely difficult. Before we keep catching up, do you mind if I say something? I would love if you said something because I think you – I know what you're going to say and it's something that I need to say also. Yeah, because um, I walked into your house and I saw the most gorgeous piece of furniture in a bedroom that actually does not belong to me, which is super super fucked up. It belongs to the counselor. We're calling it Snitch's room because I have two guest rooms and one is for Claudia and one is for Snitch. And the bed in counselor's room is Thuma. Thuma. Thuma, 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 let me be your thuma. Thuma, 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 let me be your thuma. Jackie's home has been graced by a Thuma bed. Yes, you guys. And Thuma is a brand that practices an intentional, less is more design philosophy for the bedroom. Clean lines, subtle curves, and lifestyle enhancing details. That's us. <laughs> Clean lines, subtle curves. Not so subtle, mine. And lifestyle enhancing details. Thuma proves that simplicity is the truest form of sophistication. Introducing the bed by Thuma. 
Handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled wood, you'll find beautiful, unique variations in the natural grain. The minimalist design featuring Japanese joinery helps elevate any space. It's super supportive for your mattress. It's breathable and made to naturally minimize noise and create space. And it's made for how you live. The bed is backed by a lifetime warranty, ships right to your door in three easy-to-maneuver boxes, and we can attest to that experience. And it takes about five minutes to assemble, and you won't end up murdering your husband. So it's so mm, good. It's so important. Thuma, saving lives. What's the point of having a bed if you don't have anyone to share with? <laughs> that should be Thuma's tagline. In um, addition to Thuma. They also have other essentials that elevate bedtime, like the nightstand, the side table, and the tray. Um, so create the feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite, but at home with the bed by Thuma. Now go to Thuma.co, C-O, slash toast to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of the bed, plus free shipping in the continental U.S. Go to Thuma.co slash toast, that's T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash toast for a $25 credit. And get your Thuma. Thuma, 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 let me be your Thuma. I just sounded like Britney Spears. Like, you did. Let me be. No, now I'm doing Shakira, but good thing we're recording this. Yeah, because we'll play it back. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, you got your hair out of the tape. Did you see that? My hair was stuck in my... It, you taped your hair to the card. The thing is, when you're a hairy beast like me, like, <laughs> these things don't even phase you. You find your hair... If I... When I have a child... um. Literally, I'm going to come into his room, and, like, my hair is going to be in his mouth. Like, my hair yeah. is everywhere. No, especially with the postpartum shedding. My hair is Ooh. everywhere right now. It's like I go to someone's house, and I can't even, like, redo my ponytail because I come out with a bunch of hair. It's a mess. It's like, where do I put it? Um, also, where, can I, I you? where can I put my wig? <laughs> I, like, have to get up and throw it away. I wanted to say that, like, you've had, like, a transformational, like, week, um, and I feel like I've talked the whole time in this catch-up, so can you talk? But that's how it goes, and it's fine because you're here. Like, if you were in New York and I was talking about my week in New that would be, I mean, I wouldn't put it past like, you. tell me about you. Like, you have a closet that's so big now. You have a tub. Like, tell me. The thing is, everything is great. I'm just so overwhelmed and doing so much and moving so quickly and constantly trying to catch up that nothing has settled in. Yeah. Which is pretty good, and I do feel like that's also a good coping mechanism like it doesn't feel like a lot has changed mm -hmm. because I haven't processed it yeah and by the time I do process it hopefully I'll be settled in and I can just like skip over the processing true true you know and by the way if you guys wanted to see like a peek at Jackie's house you should get on Patreon because while the boys were being busy we were like fucking around and finding out with the camera and you got a nice little sneak peek you did of my little upstairs area which has actually turned into my favorite area of the house and it's so random because it's like work and play and lounge it's yeah. very cozy and yeah. I intend to make it even cozy year and other than that the only thing that's like I mean everything is so overwhelming but what's really putting like the n nail in the overwhelming coffin for me is like pumping oh uh, it's just like a nuisance it's now. just oh my god I can't find the time and like you just have to like sit there and do nothing for 30 minutes I mean I try and like find I, this morning I decided every time I pump I'm going to use it as an opportunity to read okay. because I haven't been able to find enough time to read and I want to. So like maybe I will, won't dislike pumping so much if it's my reading, reading time. time. That's actually really So I'm good. trying to find like small joys in it. It also could be like a good time to meditate because you have to sit there for 20 minutes, mm -hmm. maybe a little meditation. But I do think reading, I just finished my book. We've been reading all weekend in addition to like everything else that we're doing. On our new Kindles, we both have the Oasis and I have to say... It's a fabulous product. I'm so glad I got it on Prime Day because I don't know if I would pay. I think it's like 300 something. I wouldn't pay that, but I got it on Prime Day for a lot less, and I really like it. Having a button to change the page is 
life-changing. I've had a backup Oasis for a year because Zach got one for himself and then he never used it. So it just became like my, in case my Kindle runs out of battery Kindle. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened on my flight on Thursday. I, we are about to take off. I power up my Kindle. It's dead. I quickly like use my air. What's it called? Hotspot to get Wi-Fi to get on my new Kindle to buy the book I was reading. And I got it all right before we took off. And then I was reading on my Oasis and I'm like, it's time for the change. I wasn't ready before. Now I'm in this period of change and I'm ready for the Kindle Oasis. So I was reading the Hotel Nantucket by Ellen Hildebrand, mm-hmm. our girl, our queen. It's we on love my her. It was so good. I would say it's just as good as Golden Girl. It's not similar at all. It's about a hotel. And I liked Golden Girl. Yeah. It was just really, really good. I actually wound up giving it five stars because, wow. and I think it was my first five star fiction book mm. of 2022. That's that's pretty big. Huge. That's pretty big. I um, have been reading a lot too, like a lot of rom-coms, like meaningless, but I've been loving them. They're so light and fun. I made the TikTok if you want to check it out. Um, and wait, I had something really important to say. And consuming other content because I have finally, thanks to living in the same house as Michaela, I have finally seen Sing 1 and Sing 2, mm-hmm. the like animated, it's not even a musical because it's like. No, the animated excuse to repurpose popular music and make money off the royalties. It's like Kids Glee, honestly. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Like, I have been loving every minute of it, except some of the voices are bothering me, and I don't really understand why Tori Kelly was an elephant. Like, her, no, her voice, like, doesn't match the character. She's, like, the shy elephant. Yeah, I think it's kind of like she's, like, the bearded lady from Greatest Showman. It's, like, the same vibe. Like, you wouldn't expect. And it's just, like, it's it's bothering me. Some of the animation is not my favorite, but it is just, it's stellar. It is a work of art. Michaela loves it so much. It's nonstop, like, before she goes to bed. And I love it, too. And I've also been learning about Miss Rachel. Do you know Miss Rachel? I know about her from you. You guys, if you have kids, you know Miss Rachel, and Olivia introduced me to her. Um, She helps kids on – she makes YouTube videos. She makes, like, helpful tutorials on word pronunciation, learning colors, numbers. Oh, cute. She is so fucking popular, Jackie. She has literally maybe 100 videos. She started during the pandemic, and they get hundreds of millions of views because kids just watch them over and over and I was watching. I'm like, this girl's got charisma. She, she has a what star. It takes. She has what it takes. Her voice is so cute. Like the kids love it. And I was thinking, I'm like, she just got it started. But like, people are like, you have to Google her net worth. It's 15 million dollars. I'm like, it's not enough. She's gonna be huge. Like for the way that the kids love her, she needs to start a podcast. Of course, she needs to make original music. She needs a line of merchandise at Walmart or like in collaboration with Target. A show on Nickelodeon. She's gonna be huge, and she just started during the pandemic. She's gonna be bigger than JoJo Siwa. Like I just wanted to say it so that I could say I said it. So big things for Miss Rach. Big things for for Miss Rach. And then there was like drama because Miss Rach hasn't posted in a few months, and everyone was like, hashtag What happened to Miss Rach? Um, and then she let everyone know. She's like, you guys, I'm a teacher, and it's a summer. And, like, I have off, so, like, back off. And <laughs> so fuck off. her videos are, like, over an hour long, so kids can just, like, watch and watch. And it takes a really long time to, like, edit, produce. She has to get the licenses to, like, a bunch of songs. So she's just working hard, and premium content takes time. That's pretty much the moral of the story here. I mean, don't we know it? Don't we know it? That's I love Miss Rage. the moral of today's story. She's taught Michaela so much. Like, I obviously haven't seen Michaela. What in has person. she taught you? She's really, like spoken to my soul in a sense you know like the wheels on the bus like they do go round and round does she has she shown you that we're all just kids at heart that's the thing can you tell me i was right about us all being kids at heart you were 100 percent right 
And that's like when I see Miss Rage and she's sticky, you know, sticky, sticky bubble gum. I'm like, yes. It is sticky bubble gum. No, you're 100% right. It's not not sticky. And I just feel like Michaela knows all this new stuff. Like she's blowing my mind. Like she's to 10. Michaela like, knows that bubble gum is sticky. Right. And she's like doing all the hand motions and she's counting to 10. And I honestly like, and this is no slight to Olivia because Olivia would also say this. Like it's all Miss Rage. <laughs> like Olivia, yeah. Olivia loves Miss Rage. It sounds like she's fun for the whole family. And it sounds like there's just, like, a lot of people who are important to us in our lives named Rach. Of course. Parcel, Miss, yeah. et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. Are we all caught up? I don't know. What else have you been getting into? I mean, you've been with me every step of the way. I know. It's been a delight. It's really hot here, but it's also hot in New York, so I really can't complain. Yeah, at least here you can swim. Have you been enjoying swimming? How's your ear? You know, I'm a swimmer, and obviously I was brought down with a debilitating case of swimmer's ear a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to lie. I did go swimming two days ago, and I got in the shower, and my ear, like, was kind of stinging. Don't stop. She's but dramatic. I will not be acknowledging nor um, giving space. investigating. Yeah, I'm just I'm just living life mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, What's I have to say. pop culture, by the way? Like, I – So I was actually going to post on my stories today – I was recording a story being like, what do you guys want us to talk about? Like, and leave a box just to remind me of, like, any big stories. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't, like, love how I looked in the video, so I X'd it out. I and then I tried to record it again, and then Zach walked in, and then I got angry. And LOL. then I was like, I lost my mojo. You guys, tensions are high, like, in our family just because for the last 12 hours, everyone has been helping us put together this studio. So let's just give a major shout-out to Zach Shapiro, Zach Weinreb, and Ben Soffer for helping us so much and really not complaining. Yeah, no, they did such a good job, and they were even troopers about the, the vlog blog it was so funny no but i just like i can't talk into my phone with someone watching me oh i can't oh, and in his defense i was using his bathroom because mine doesn't have mirrors yet oh, and no. um oh no like when he walks into the room if i'm like doing content You'll i stop. have to stop and then i lost i lost my joie mojo you know i lost my mojo but what's big in pop culture like so it's a lot of small stuff and we'll be talking about it there's not like one major thing that we've missed that's good because like honestly i hate when we have to take like time off and then something fucking happens even though do you see that people think kylie's getting married like yes is that a story no should we talk about that how she went out to Giorgio baldi which is becoming the hotspot for all celebs mm-hmm. and she was with her gal pals stas kim the crew and everyone was wearing different i think they were all wearing black and she was wearing white yeah do we think she's getting married on its face yes but i just don't know why she would and if it's she so would why she would be so out and them. about with like her bride like she's secretive I don't think she's trying to be, like, secretive. I think she's just, like, trying to live life and, like, be small about it. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know why they would – they both have huge estates. They live in California where it's, like, hard to get married and separate stuff. Like, why would they bother? I feel like celebrities know how to get married and protect themselves completely financially no matter where they live. I think that's probably a huge business. There's definitely, like, a boilerplate California big estate celebrity lawyers. Yeah, and, like, you love each other so much but you still live completely different financial lives. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Oh, the big news was Ben and J-Lo getting married. Did we talk about that? Yes, we did. We did? Yeah, we did. Oh, my God. It feels like I've literally not podcasted no, for six months. No, we're acting like it's been six months. It was four days that we missed. It's been seven four no, years. It was two episodes that we missed. So, right. And we still did a Patreon, so we're not, like, totally We're done. just different people. Well, you certainly are because you literally live in a new state now. But you've spent as much time in this. You've moved just as much as I have. It's, oh, my God. I'm... Literally more Florida than you. You really are. You're driving. You're going to Publix. Yeah. You're engaging with the local customer rep at Best Buy. The local economy. You have a new man named Anthony. I'm winning the Powerball. Things are like a Florida icon. Everything's coming up cloudy. (laughs) Okay. I think we should jump right in because we're about to hit uh, 30 30 minutes. minutes. And 
we have not yet spoken about. And we have a lot to do. We have to do the Fast Five. It's Monday, so everyone has to unburden themselves. Mm, and, don't you, you ever. Know, as much as we want to talk about ourselves, like we're here to do a duty, and that's to un their burdens. That is so true. And that duty usually revolves around duties, so let's get into it. And it's not going to happen in the Shapiro's car. No. So without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> Um, and today's episode is brought to you by Allbirds. Summer is here, and that means hotter temps and longer days. It also means more opportunities to get outside and make the most of after-work happy hours and impromptu picnics. Yeah. So try the Tree Breezer, a ready-for-anything flat-made from breathable tree material. Its eucalyptus fiber is moisture-wicking and odor-reducing. It's perfect for hot summer days. Everybody loves Allbirds. Like, I... Um, Obviously got a pair a little while ago, but before that, people have been, like, obsessed. It's, like, a culture of all birds. Yeah, for sure. The sneakers are fabulous. Fabulous because they're amazing walking sneakers, but you can also wear them to the gym and you can throw them in the laundry machine. Right. But I just got their new um, flats. Mm -hmm. They're, like, the tree breezers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love a cute flat. You do. But a lot of my flats are not – I wouldn't call them walking flats. Or comfortable, yeah. Right, but these – knock every check off the list they're comfortable they're cute and they're flat and they're made of sustainable materials and the ribbed collar and movement friendly design feels like it was made just for you they're lightweight they're breathable and cushy all day the tree breezer is your secret to a comfy summer find your perfect pair at allbirds.com today that's a-l-l-b-i-r-d-s.com allbirds.com thank you allbirds for sponsoring this extremely premium florida episode of the morning toast Yes, thank you so much. Okay, our first story, some light fare. Okay. Selena Gomez celebrates her 30th birthday with her bestie, Taylor Swift. And a lot of other celebs. Her party looked poppin'. What are the deets on the party? Because I personally only saw this photo. So, um, Olivia Rodrigo was there. Billie Eilish was there. Um, Selena's, like, inner circle. It looked so much fun. I've been seeing so much about it on TikTok, and people were obviously quaking that Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo were hanging out together. Um, Why is that a big deal? Like, just two pop icons. Oh, for sure. I've I mean, never seen them, like, hang out. Like, Selena and Taylor. Right. No. And I gotta keep yeah. an eye out for Selena. The thing is, I'm constantly keeping an eye out for Selena. <laughs> um, but the thing that broke the internet was Taylor Swift, like, finally posting on Instagram. Thank you, girly. Of course. She posted uh, 30, nerdy, and worthy with a picture of Selena. I have, like, I know I keep saying this, but it's really, like, a testament to, like, how people can change. I have become such a big Selena Gomez fan. Mm -hmm. I love her makeup. I love her music. I love her um, acting. acting. I love her friendship with Taylor Swift. I love her as a celebrity. Like, I love her social media content. And I used to be, like, a major hater, and that's because I'm a negative and, like, disgusting person. Um, So I just love this. I love Selena. I am like Selena's 30. That's really a coming-of-age Disney story. It is, and I think a lot of us are 30 now, you know? And I think that's what that says. Like, I will soon be 30, Mm -hmm. but Selena is reminding me, like, that's what's coming for me. Yeah. And it actually is really nice, like, amid all of the, um, like, the Disney friendships breaking up and then like Taylor's girl squad breaking breaking up that Selena and Taylor have remained tried and true. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a statement on friendship and females supporting females. Yes. Yeah. Which we know all about. Right. Because we support each other when it's convenient. <laughs> Was there anyone who should have been there that wasn't there? What are the talkers saying? 
people aren't really speculating on any feuds. Um, it just looked like a really fun party, and Selena looked beautiful. And, like, she doesn't really hang out with a ton of other celebrities. Mm-hmm. She has, like, an inner circle. Um, so people were just excited to see her, like, being out and about, girl. Yeah, yeah. Which is exciting, always. Have you watched Only Murder Season 2 yet? No. I do know there's a really big plot line about a squatter, so I'm, like, kind of nervous because I'm convinced it's I have one. It can be triggering, though. I hope my squatter is living it up while I'm gone. <laughs> I left drinks for him in the fridge, a nice blanket, fresh towels. How do you know it's a him? It's a him. You can feel the male energy. I heard him cough, and it was definitely a man's cough. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I hope he's doing well. And no, they're dropping episodes do you think on he's Hulu. A toaster? Do you think he's watching, listening? Maybe he's just like a really big fan. Maybe he's listening in the walls right now. Maybe it's Kylie. If you could say something to your squatter, what would you say? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> Would you even want him to leave, or do you like the company? Honestly, if I had the opportunity to speak to him, I think I'd politely decline. Like, the way we kind of live parallel lives is really poetic <laughs> and beautiful, you know? Yeah. And w- are you sure it's not a ghost? Because in the Hotel Nantucket, there's a ghost that... Uh, I'm going to read the book. Please I know. Don't. I know. She, she comes out... Chapter one. Um, she's one of the characters, and it's like a cute addition, even though you would think it would be weird. Mm-hmm. And it's just making me think, like, it's... What else could be haunted? Maybe your apartment. You did say it's pre-war. It's very old and spooky. Brian Kelly's house has a, a ghost named Guinevere, mm. um, a previous tenant who I believe died in the home in like the 1800s because Brian's house is like an old farmhouse. It's been around. You would actually find it interesting. It reminded me of the Gilded Age. Yes. Doylestown. Yes, you were telling me. Um, and Guinevere de- definitely pops her head out every now and then. And it's, it's actually really spooky. Like you can feel Guinevere's presence. And I kind of love the name Guinevere. Yeah. Gwen. You should put it on your list of baby names if you're thinking about having a girl. I will put it when my phone isn't busy doing double duty as a backup recording just in case this one doesn't actually work and yeah, we need we, backup audio. We have so much unnecessary equipment. Like, we No, have because you have cameras. so much trauma from losing episodes. Yeah. If you lose an episode once, yeah. you will have backup of everything. True podcasters know, like, always have your voice memos be recording everything you're doing. Like, just en caso de que. The crazy thing about Michaela is that, like, she speaks a little Spanish. Yeah. She's so, like, by, like, I'm, like, just living in a home with her. I'm amazed. Kids are amazing. They really are. Campers are amazing. When they go from just being, like, babies who need you to, like, do everything for them to, like, a sense of independence. Like, she can walk wherever she wants. She can communicate. Like, it's really jarring. Yeah, but then she, they just need to reach that third level where they start to do stuff for you. So that's what I keep saying. Like, I definitely see um, why people want to have kids because <laughs> when I have kids and they become of the age where they can communicate with me, like, 100%, we're speaking, like, I don't know how old that is, like, four? Like, know. when you're fully able to, like, speak the language. I don't Hold know. Hold a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Have like, a person. In, yeah, right. I don't know. Um, And, like, listen to me. I will be using my children as servants like whenever (laughs) i can like you think i don't get up now i do i will if i'm we're sitting right here ready this is going to be an example we're sitting here podcasting 10 years from now okay our kids are downstairs okay joey i'm calling joey i don't know why my kid's italian joey joey because i need my scrunchie over there six feet for me i will bring my child from upstairs to go get me my scrunchie and that's on giving them life hundred percent i don't make the rules hundred percent i would say that's the one issue i have with the strice brothers they yes, keep, don't have thumbs and they can't fucking help. I keep waiting for them to be able to listen to me, understand what I'm saying and communicate back so that I can say, literally, you can let yourself out. The doorknob's right there. Get on your back two feet. No, if only they had thumbs. I know. But they're so darn cute. They're so darn cute. 
Are you ready for our next story? The saga yeah. continues because Adele finally announces the rescheduled dates for oh. her Las Vegas residency, Las Vegas. She said she's more excited than ever. Adele is taking Las Vegas in just a few months and attempting to remove the stain from her reputation. It's going to be tough. On Monday morning, the singer announced the rescheduled dates for her long-awaited Sin City residency at Caesars Palace Coliseum, now set to begin in November and run through March 2023. It is the real Caesars Palace, by the way. Yeah. Quote, words can't explain how ecstatic I am to be finally able to announce these rescheduled shows. I was truly heartbroken to have to cancel them, but after what feels like an eternity of figuring out logistics for the show that I really want to deliver, and knowing it can happen, I'm more excited than ever. I mean, she's going to have to uh, do fireworks. Yeah. Because it was she so... needs to pr- repel off the building like pink. Right, it was so crazy they couldn't the, get it done. The logistics they couldn't happen. It needs to be mind blowing, and not just her performance now. Because you go to an Adele concert, and if she had stuck stuck with the original date, people would have had no expectations other than Adele just being the beautiful singer that she is. Mm-hmm. Now, with all the attention drawn to the actual quality of the production, it has to be larger than life. It has to be the biggest thing Vegas has ever done. It needs to have a circus, a pool, pyrotechnics, like it. I won't be satisfied, and then maybe then I will believe her. Yeah, because not to like doubt her, um, but I'm definitely doubtful. I think a lot of people are, and this is just as we've said so many times. It's a weird story. It definitely tainted a lot of people and her for a lot of people in their mind, and. Now she has to put on the show that did need to be canceled because the logistics didn't work out. Right. So um, we'll have to wait and see again. Oh, we're always waiting and seeing. Speaking of waiting and seeing, did you make a a story, Ricky Martin? Yes. Okay. Because Because I wanted to. Of course. Because it's so terrible. You can't just throw out that he like dated his His nephew nephew. and then uh, not take it back when the claims are dropped. Okay. Yeah. So we'll get there. I just wanted, I forgot to ask you that before we started recording because I was so verklempt. Yeah. No, we waited and we saw and now we see because we waited. And we saw. And that's what we got because we waited. And I love seeing once we've waited. Yeah, and I also love waiting before I see. 100%. Right. Um, So Adele, she's getting back out there. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll be going unless I just, like, happen to be in Vegas. I don't think that's anything I would fly in for. I know, but if I'm there, that's something I I would totally love to see. That sounds like a gorgeous way to, like, spend the evening. Like, put on a cocktail dress. Shake yourself a martini and go see Adele. And go easy on me, baby. You're, like, definitely getting better. I was just a child. Didn't understand. Didn't get that chance to. The... What was... Wait, it's, like, actually good. Am I Adele? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that was good. No, I think I am. No, actually, um, <laughs> I can tell you for sure you're not. Can I? If you were Adele, you wouldn't be Harry's mom. Oh, shots fired. Um, but that you're definitely getting better. It's probably from spending so much time with me all these years. It's finally, you know. No, but as you grow, your voice changes. Listen to an episode from four years ago. Actually, don't. That's actually painful. That's so true. And maybe I'm just growing into a gorgeous singer. You know what's crazy? What if we grew up? My voice up, is getting worse. What if in four years from now, like we you're have, you're the singer. I have usurped you. The reality of that is not that crazy. I'm definitely, my voice is getting worse and worse as I get older. Um, I think probably like the best voice I ever had was when I was like 18. And ever since then, it's been like a down, what? I don't think that's true. When do you think it was the best? I don't think, that, like, you know, I'm your biggest you fan for vocally. And I think. Oh, just vocally? You're not my biggest fan anywhere <laughs> no, else? Well, I'm speaking in the vocal category. Okay. I'm definitely your biggest comedy fan. You are. Yeah. Even though I'm not a good comedy supporter because I la- laugh silently. 
Oops. And that's a really big problem at live shows. So true. People like you should be escorted out immediately. <laughs> there it is. Um, <laughs> there it was. <laughs> um, and it gets silenter and And when I'm dying, bowled over. It's like this. In, for a podcast, you guys probably think I never laugh at Claudia's jokes. That's, that's why we have to do – people are always like, why don't you guys just switch to podcasts only? It's literally so much cheaper and easier. And we're like, no one will know what, what Jackie's ever like truly feeling because she's a silent laugher. It's so true. I just laughed right there. But I just laughed right it. there. But you didn't hear it. You need to work on it. Like, Okay. It okay. I'll, I'll start a fake laugh. Just for – like it's your, literally your job to laugh on a microphone. Yeah. I have one job. Literally. You were also saying something before this. I was. It sounded interesting. That, oh, you're, you're my biggest your fan. I'm your biggest fan. And I think your voice is as beautiful as ever. The only thing is you could stand – if you're going to, like, sing on the show, which you do, it's your job, mm-hmm. you could stand to work with a vocal coach and hone your skills. So I have to tell you um, – I know. We all know you did it in college once and you, like, didn't get much out of it. But then in hindsight, you actually learned a few things, but you, like, didn't take it seriously. Do I say that story a lot? Maybe just to me personally. So um, every semester at NYU for an extra two credits – Oh, here we go. Okay. I would do – Can I have vo- a sip of your coffee while we wait? Yeah, it's over here. Oh, it looks watery. I would do vocal lessons, um, and that's how I ended up, like, only having to take one class in my final semester. Um and they were actually, like, some of the worst times of my life. I just found – they were taught by grad students who, like, didn't want to be fucking teaching me, which I totally understand. And honestly, I wanted to be taught by a real teacher, not a fucking <laughs> grad student. Um, and it was really, honestly, a waste of time. Oh, my God. I've been actually meaning to say this. Thank you so much for bringing it up. So on TikTok, I often – I'm done with the other NYU story, by the way. Like, <laughs> I don't even care. But it reminded me of, like, I have, like, this thing for voice teachers. Like, I, I kind of fucking hate them. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm on TikTok, and I'm always getting, like, vocal teacher reacts to amazing Ariana Grande riff. Okay. And I'm not going to say who this girl is. Honestly, I don't even know but her like, name. But, like, whatever you're about to say, why do we care? Right. What about layperson reacts? Right. They're just, like, basically showing you the technique. Like, Ariana is able to do, uh, like, a belt in her high voice, which is amazing. No, no. I'm not an expert, but I can tell you Ariana Grande is doing amazing things with her voice. So they're just explaining the technique and basically just being, like, amazing, amazing, so guttural, like, all this shit. And I see, like, the same woman a lot of the times. And I never really noticed her. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then a video of her singing actually came up on my TikTok. And I was flabbergasted. Like, it was an atrocity. And it, it I'm like, who the fuck are you? Who this have you been all this time? Doesn't surprise me. Those who can't do, teach. But I don't like that phrase. Mm-hmm. I think only when it comes to, like, spe- like. I'm sure, like, a math teacher didn't want to become a fucking mathematician. They wanted to become a teacher because they love kids, you know? And then, like, math was just the area that they hated the least. Right. Yes, those who can't do teach maybe, like, okay, soccer coaches. Like, they would have loved to have been well, a pro soccer that's player. That's Yeah. Those but... who can't teach, teach gym. <laughs> that's so mean. But I just, I take umbrage with those who can't do teach because that implies that, like, our teachers are failures. And they're not. No, I totally agree with you. But I do think it it's, like, it, in a specialized field. In sports or, like... Okay, maybe those who te- teach woodshop wanted to be carpenters, maybe, you know? Perhaps. But I don't believe when it comes to, like, educating the youth in, like, regular school subjects. Also, justice for gym teachers, because I love gym. And we had some great gym teachers. I love the crazy-ass gym teachers. We had one, like, when we were really little. Uh-huh. Remember um, in grade school? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like a crazy ass it's like gym. A little nuts. But that's what the kids need in gym. Yeah, no. They don't need to be handheld. They need a game of dodgeball. Yeah. And... It needs to be 
a kid eat kid world out there. You know, I think our old gym teacher, Mr. Dolney from Ramaz, I believe his daughters are toasters. I think I met them. And what kind of, he was a hardcore gym teacher. Yeah, no, and like, he, he didn't took, fuck around. And I think he had a gym teaching assistant who was like, you know, would placate to the weaker campers. But he was tough. No, he took his job seriously and he taught, he also uh, coached the boys basketball team yes, and they yes. fucking loved him. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good teacher. Need. That's a good teacher. Like, sure, anyone can be an easy teacher who's just like, yeah, you know, let's watch movies all day. Mm-hmm. Let's be a bad teacher. Phone it in. But it's, but bad teacher was also a good teacher because she was tough on the kids and the kids need that. It, that basically the message is it always comes back to bad teacher. Always. And be tough on the kids. They can handle it. Yeah. And they need it. They need and it. These kids are out of control. These kids are not okay. Yeah. And justice for gym teachers. And good luck to Adele at her Vegas residency. Yeah. I can't we get here. Vocal teaching. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Because mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer is firing back at a comparison to Zendaya over colorism. She said, I'm an incomparable talent. I agree with that. Kiki Palmer doesn't appear to appreciate the recent social media conversation comparing her career to that of Zendaya. She said a Saturday tweet, not she said, Hollywood Reporter said, a Saturday tweet drew attention for claiming that a perceived difference in mainstream popularity between Palmer, who currently stars in Jordan Peele's Nope, which is like killing at the box office right now. People are so... I, we have to talk about this after, but, like, how Jordan Peele became, like, the new M. Night Shyamalan, even mm-hmm. though M. Night is, like, still really big. Like, how he became overnight, like, the greatest thriller director is so interesting. So interesting. But so there's a tweet that drew attention um, that claimed that Zendaya's mainstream popularity, quote, is one of the clearest examples of how colorism plays out in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. The Twitter thread pointed out that Kiki Palmer and Zendaya are both former child stars. Right. But that Nope is being described in some circles as Palmer's breakout role. But that would just be to people who are unfamiliar with talent no, and to uncultured anything. circles. Uncultured swine. Everyone knows her breakout role was T R U E J. A C K S O N B P. Anyway, so Kiki then tweeted, quote, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever, the first black woman to start in her own show on Nickelodeon, and oh. the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. Oh, right. I'm an incomparable talent, baby. This is Kiki Palmer. 100% agree. I don't like comparing um, the comparing of two. The two of them, but also I do believe Kiki Palmer had like a break in her career after True Jackson, which is why it feels like maybe Zendaya like accelerated a little bit more. Um, but I find um, Kiki Palmer to be like one of the most underrated talents in America. Like, yes. Hysterical. She does it all. She is a singer. She's a dancer. She's one of the funniest actresses of all time. She's gorgeous. Like she definitely doesn't get enough credit. And I'm glad that like this Nope movie is um, – becoming so big because it's exactly what she deserves. But I could go in, I could literally write a thesis on that. A hundred percent. But I also think it's just about like what you consume because everything that Kiki Palmer does, like I am a big fan of, I actually feel like I might've seen more Kiki Palmer projects than Zendaya. Zendaya. Like she was in Scream Queen. She was in Hustler. She was in Aquila and the Bee. (gasps) Aquila and the Bee. Plus she's like a digital star too, because she like does comedy online Mm -hmm. and that parlayed into a TV hosting gig. Yeah. Plus, she has that iconic video. She's two. I know the what one. you're going to say. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to this, this man. man. And you know what's so funny? You know who she's talking about? Dick Cheney. I'm sorry to this man. I'm no- and then also, oh, 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 I know it ain't. I know it ain't the stallion. You know it's your girl. Oh, I don't know that one. She um was last year at the Met Gala, the Vogue correspondent, which is, thank you, Vogue, for finally doing something in right. tune. Um. And she was hosting, I think, maybe their TikTok or whatever, doing interviews with everyone. And when Meg Thee Stallion came up, she sang that. And I can't believe you don't know what that sound. It was everywhere for, like, 
three months oh, on oh, TikTok. Oh, oh, oh. I guess Beyond. people on Reels weren't using it. They were. Well, I also don't watch Reels with sound because mm-hmm. everyone just uses the same, like, sad songs that are meant to make a mediocre video. That's literally the point. They say, put this over the last video on your camera roll to make it feel like a sad. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. No. I just... The point I'm trying to drive home here is, like, I fucking love Kiki Palmer. No, me as well. She also tweeted, I've been a leading lady since I was 11 years old. I have over 100-plus credits and currently starring in an original screenplay. That's the number one film at the box office. Yeah. Hashtag nope. I've had a blessed career thus far. I couldn't ask for more, but God continues to surprise me. No, she's amazing, and I hate that people are literally saying anything about her because I love her, and she deserves more roles. That's really she, the like, moral of I the story. I feel like she gets a lot of opportunities, mm-hmm. but she deserves more more she's like a true more. talent i want more i want my, my dinner, dinner more <laughs> i love kiki palmer she's actually we should add her to our list of dream guests dream guests and eligible bachelorettes i don't know is she single i don't I keep up with her personal is. life like i'm really oh, sorry my phone is doing double duty I'm i can't really go to my eligibles list like a a patron of her art you know yes i don't keep up with her personal life true just if she's in something like i want to watch it yeah she does it for the art yeah we love art. And as patrons, pa- patrons of the art, we love that. Yeah. Are you sweating? Always. I'm so caliente. I'm hot, but I'm not sweating it. Kiki Palmer would be a great podcaster. 100%. She's so funny, and her voice is just like, she's a great voice. Everything she says is funny, whether she tries to or not, because she's just like like a physically and vocally funny person. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Well, she was doing talk show hosts, which is like, you know, right. what Step you up. do before you decide to podcast. No, what you do... Um, before your way down. Yes. yes. Or on your way up. Yeah, she hosted like one of the hours of the Today Show with Sarah and Michael. Mm-hmm. It didn't last long, but um, they should Not have kept for, her. It wasn't her fault. No. I blame Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yes, I see your iPad and I'm very excited to discuss. Oh, I like sitting close together because you can see the iPad. I know. And then and you like, can bef- get all excited. Before we move on, like I was able to wrap up the Adele thing at the end because I saw your iPad. Totally. And you have something to say before we get oh into our next story that you see on the iPad? I got so invested in communicating with my sis, I literally forgot my job. Mm. I'm starving. Like, what are you making me after this? Something so delicious, but it's going to be health conscious because I know that you're a healthful girly, which is why our next sponsor is okay, let me new. Just do it. Let me Sorry. Just... You like, you teed me up. Sorry. I didn't even realize I was genuine. I'm genuinely hungry. Oh. I wasn't trying to make like an ad break. I was just trying to let you know, like, after we, do, break. after we do this, like you are responsible for feeding me. Oh, okay. In compliance with Noom or no? <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Noom. When we decide to lose weight, it's usually just not about the number on the scale. Whatever your reason is for wanting to make a change, Noom Weight is ready to help. Noom Weight's psychology-based approach empowers you with the knowledge and support to build lasting results. So Noom is a psychology-based program. So if you have struggled with losing weight, whatever your reason is, to fit into jeans, to feel a little bit better physically, emotionally, check out Noom because it's really a a different way to approach weight loss. And why I really like it is like, first of all, I find it really easy to keep track of everything I eat in a day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've done stuff like that before, but I just like end up plugging in the wrong thing. It's like, it's not dynamic or the database isn't big enough. Right. Or also like you feel like you have to not not include certain things, but like Noom 
is it's not judgmental. Not judgmental, and they know that people are human yeah. and that humans do things. So an active numer loses an average of 15 to 16, uh, 15 pounds in 16 weeks, and 95% of customers say that Noom weight is a good long-term solution. So they, um, their approach is grounded in science. They publish more than 30 peer-reviewed scientific articles that inform users, practitioners, scientists, and the public about their methods and effectiveness. So stay focused on what's important to you with Noom Weight's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast to sign up for your trial today. Noom.com slash toast. What do you have to lose? Love it. Thank you so much, Claudia. It's a pleasure. Our next story that has us all excited, Zach Efron returns to East High from High School Musical. Finally acknowledging us after years of ignorance. And it wasn't bliss. Wildcats everywhere, raise your hands up in the air. Wildcats everywhere, wave your hands up in the air. That's the way we do it. Let's get to it. Come on, everyone. I have to say, just really quickly, um, I think perhaps my favorite line from any high school musical song ever. And I only recently came to this realization when there was a trend on TikTok of kids um, filming their last like year of high school um, with this song in the background and like doing prom and graduation. I was like actually crying. I wish the rest of my life could feel just like a high school musical. No, I really like, I want the rest of my life to feel like a high school musical. It's like so cute. It is really cute. And I get like chills when I hear that line. Sorry. That's beautiful. Well, we're also getting chills because Zac Efron returned to East High from High School Musical and said, don't you forget about me with his fist up in the air and a fist emoji. And it's giving reunion. Of course. That's obviously where all of our minds go. What else could he be doing there? It's not some, you don't just like past East High, Salt Lake High School East every single day. Right. And so Zach has been like, you know, very not so subtly, like, not ignoring the franchise, but ignoring the franchise. No, he's bigger and better. He didn't come he's back. They better did, than all of them. They did, like, that Zoom thing, which, you know what, I was... He's better than Zoom. It was depressing, so I'm glad he wasn't there. But, like, he's never really embraced the post-HSM life. Mm-hmm. And everyone does. Vanessa Hudgens doesn't do it a lot. Ashley Tisdale does it all the time. Somebody turn the air conditioning on in here, and I want to kiss them on the mouth. <laughs> And then give them fellatio, okay? Like, where did that fucking vent just come from? And where has it been this whole time? It's right above us. There's a vent. And it just started doing... I think the AC guy is here because Zach was saying he's coming today. And he just... Go give him a big kiss. That man's getting fellatio (laughs) when he's done. And then we'll totally understand. Go give him a big kiss on the mouth. No. Literally a percentage of our... The ads today. Like, we're going to give him, like, a commission on this episode. It feels like my mood suddenly shifted. I'm like, why am I feeling gloriously, delightfully happy? Um, And that's why. Wow. Oh, my God. Thank you. That just gave me exactly what I needed. Okay. Heaven. Heaven. Yeah. He's been ignoring all the losers Uh from High School Musical. And now he is embracing them with open arms. And I think we're going to get some sort of quality reunion. Yeah. Well, people think that now this is like a sign because – why now? You know, you've literally spent 15 years ignoring everyone. Does this mean something or are you just feeling generous? Like, seriously. 
I think it's a lot of things. Also, maybe it took him 15 years to get, to over, get over Vanessa. I mean, it's taken me 15 years to get over them. And then just when I was over them, boom, I, Austin Butler and her break up. Just when I was over them, I see this picture. Courtside. Oh, you know, Back in the day, courtside. The love I have in my heart for them as a couple and like the way they really elevated that franchise because they were genuinely in love is not something I take for granted, honestly. Like, I'm extremely grateful to them. Yeah, me too. And I'm just scrolling through the pictures in this article and it brings me down to a picture of Sharpay and Ryan like doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know they have like major beef? That Lucas could, and Ashley? Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's just what I heard oh. recently. Do you want to hear something interesting? I think so- they say, and this is just the rumor mail, that she was just difficult to work with. She was giving Sharpay. Oh. But wow. how could you She was method Sharp- acting. How could you be Sharpay and not start acting like her? Wait, I have you to tell you. You saw you, Claudia on Halloween. I have to tell you something. Mm. There was like a huge um, uproar on TikTok that I think you would find interesting because uh, Austin Butler obviously dated Vanessa Ann. Vanessa Ann and Ashley Tisdale are I've really good friends. These. He did an interview during press to promote um, Elvis, and it was like, who do you FaceTime the most? And he's like, probably my best friend, Ashley Tisdale, which is weird because that was his ex-girlfriend's best friend. Mm. So have they, you know, maintained a friendship? Has Ashley maintained a friendship with both of them, or did she dump Vanessa for Austin? The rumor that I read, and, like, so they used that to mean that Ashley stayed friends with Austin because, like, his star was rising and, like, she wanted to be his friend and that her and Vanessa are less close because of it, but they're still friendly, but not as close as they once were. If that's the type of person Ashley Tisdale is, like, that's that's literally, like, the worst type of person you can be. Right, and that's a really bad thing to say about someone if it's not true. Like, if it's not she true. stayed friends with Austin because she's thirsty so now we just need to know like is she friends with Vanessa and until we confirm what I read meant that said that they were friendly but we were just saying yesterday the new way to be enemies with someone is to be like fake friends still yeah like still comment on their Instagram still like everything still follow them like usually used to be like you got into a fight with a friend and you blocked them and like that was that but now it's like no the way to hate someone is to like still follow them still support what they do but just hate them yeah and like it's very possible Vanessa hates Ashley but doesn't want to make it a big story, so keeps liking and keeps commenting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but back to Zach's post, like, it does – it means a lot because, you know, we all fell in love with him in that one scene, and then he just never kind of looked back. And you know who's over the moon about this? Bart Johnson. Yes, He's Coach one of the, his, the guy who plays his dad, Bart Johnson is his name, um, his entire life since the wrapping of film three has been dedicated to being – Coach Taylor online in real life, like at on cameo. Um, it's giving major loser energy for sure, but I appreciate that like he's keeping the fantasy alive. And there's for us. something, but there's something like really sweet about it and just wholesome. Yeah, he's also Blake Lively's brother-in-law. Yes, his which, wife is Robin Lively, Blake's sister, which makes it better. And less sad. Like, okay, yeah, you're cosplaying online, but you get to have dinner with Ryan Reynolds probably twice a year. Right. I would say more. Her and her sister are close. Yeah. And he seems like an affable guy, and so does Ryan. Okay, well, I know Ryan and Blake. Don't they live in Canada? What? Do they? Yeah. That's like a weird thing. I didn't know that. I love Canada, by the way. I mean that in a negative way. Please keep watching the toast. (laughs) We do have a big Canadian audience. (laughs) We're big in Canada. Are you ready for for the final story? Uh, no, I really am. Even though the air is on, so I'm actually like I could. I'm not. feeling better. Uh, literally, the color has come back to my face. Me too. I thought I was gonna literally have to go to the hospital. No, you even heard me say, "Isn't it warm in here?" I'm I know like, you I, don't say. That's I don't I really say. complain about the temperature, and even if it went, is warm, it has to be like 
Dante's Inferno before I complain about it. It's just it. so crazy because when we podcast like in our apartments in New York, it's not central air. So it's just like a big old humming machine and you can never podcast with your air conditioning on if you live in New York. But like homes, like it's like not the same. No, like, it's just this, this vent is just giving us life and it's not making a sound. Not a sound. We didn't even know it until we felt it. It feels so good. And we unknowingly put this couch right underneath the vent. And I just want to say like someone was on our side. Yeah. We had an angel on our shoulder. A ghost. Guinevere. <laughs> our fifth and final story is justice for ricky martin yes. because he's returning to the stage after his court case was dismissed as we reported last week um in puerto rico there was a case filed against him by his nephew um alleging stalking harassment after they terminated a relationship also it didn't say that in the article that we first reported it on but i believe it was his step nephew so there was no blood which is just it's still bad but it's a huge difference okay different yes yes no, it, it's it's different. It's better. Yeah. Not but good, but better. Now the case has been dismissed, and he took the stage at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A. Good for him. With some help from the L.A. Philharmonic. Together, they delivered a night filled with live music, dance numbers, and iconic Martin flavor. No, honestly, like, good for him for getting back out there because things like this, like, you can know, really change. Just... They can change a perception of, like, like the – they can just – if you if they fester and like you don't address it or like you take some time off obviously because this is so you know taxing jarring, jarring um it's like the thing that remains in people's minds and what's so sad about this is like people will read the crazy headline but they'll never really follow up with it unless right. you're a toaster that's we why do our research and we waited in seed and that's why it's important to do that and to course correct but something like this is so damaging and it's yeah. like one of those things that like people will remember forever um, not me. Tabula rasa. Same. Tabula rasa. Like, people who don't keep up with pop culture, they heard it because it's so crazy. And then, and then like, in a few years, we like, didn't he date his nephew? Yeah, right. And then it'll turn and be like, wasn't he with his son? No, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's so damaging and it's really fucked up. And now I'm just like feeling like I need to be defensive of Ricky Martin. Yeah. And I am. So here we are. That took a turn. Didn't think I'd be saying that last week. No, not at all. Also, what's a Ricky Martin song? Like... Living La Vida Loca. Her skin is the color of Moga. She will wear you out. Living La Vida Loca. Such a good song. Such a good song. Wow. Like an insane bop. Yeah, insane And bop. imagine if we had to cancel that song. Mm-hmm. No. A loss. That, that's honestly, some songs are uncancelable. And one of them, and I'm sorry to say it, is Ignition by R. Kelly. I was I was gonna say I believe I can fly. No, I could live without that one. I could live without Ignition. It's still actually I'm not gonna sing it, but um like if if I'm and drunk at a club and it comes on, I'm not protesting and like being a good person. Like I am breaking it down. I didn't realize he sang Ignition. And the other one I think it's World's Greatest. Okay, that song is No, and also like the the verse where it's like I'm that star up in the sky. It's so cloudy. Don't do it. Yeah, I made it. Mm-hmm. I'm the world's greatest. No, that's a song that's really tough to lose. And that's what really what struck me the most in that Lifetime documentary um, about him was people's inability to cancel him because so many of their weddings, family reunions, bar mitzvah, like things like that, you use those songs. And so you're connected to your family and your memories and your childhood with that music. And it's, people are having a really hard time with it. Yes. Also what struck me from the Lifetime documentary about those songs is like, especially with, I believe I can fly. It had a, you know, a very gospel religious, religious element to it. So it was like, he was the star that song made him like godly, mm-hmm. almost even harder to cancel. Yeah. 
No, but um, he got what he needed. Yeah. We waited and seen, and we saw, and justice was served. I'm still waiting and seeing on Ghislaine. I just don't feel good about it. Do you hear re- most recently? She was years. moved to a low-security prison in Florida where she can do yoga all day. Florida? Yeah. That's where he was, like, in prison. That's where no. he was And living. it's, like, the chillest prison ever. And we still – we didn't find out one fucking person. Not a name. name. How can she go to jail for sex trafficking when we don't know what happened and who was trafficked? Wait, trafficked to where? Whom? To whom? Mm, that's upsetting. Really fucking upsetting. Now she's living the life of Riley down here. Yeah, of course. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Now, well, I will never stop talking about that. Yeah, keep talking. Bring it up anytime. Um, I'm always happy to chat about it. Me too, but we have our duty to do because people need burdens that need to be und. Yeah, and there's probably some duty in there as well. For sure. Knowing you guys. Um, it is our Monday segment. Knowing us, honestly. It's unburden yourselves. If you did something over the weekend that you're just like carrying around with you that is really bringing you down, you're so embarrassed, hand it to us. Email us at unburdenyourselves at gmail.com, and we're going to make you feel better about it. And once you give it to us, it's gone. Like, you can't think about it anymore. Yeah, that's the rule. And it's brought to you by Kitsch. They say that hair care is the new skincare, but there's only one brand that has taken it to the next level. With a cult-like following, Kitsch has created game-changing essentials beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch Snow's hair care doesn't stop in the shower. So whatever your budget, skin type, or hair type, Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices morning, noon, and night. So some of their best sellers include satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks, which are so good for your face. The eye masks are so good for wrinkles, so are pillows, and I used to just like wake up with my hair in a rat's nest. I could get the best blowout. Chris Appleton could blow out my hair on Friday night. Saturday morning, it's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I switched to a satin pillowcase. I actually have the Kitsch one, and it has made a world of difference. I'm still a rough sleeper, so I'm not waking up with perfect hair. Of course. But it is better. 75%. It's so much better. I prefer a satin pillowcase for my botch. Mm-hmm. It's so much better for your skin one. It feels so nice, but also for acne, mm-hmm. roughness. Mm-hmm. I have sensitive skin, so I need to be sleeping on like a literal baby's bottom, and that's yeah. the Kitsch satin pillowcase. Also, they have quick um, quick dry hair towels, which are so fabulous. They stay on your head so well. They work like a dream. You seriously don't even know until you try. It's just a great thing to put on your head right when you're out of the shower because I have such thick hair. Where was it? We were getting our hair done um, at like 8 a.m. on some morning. It was a photo shoot. Yeah, we did a photo shoot. 8 a.m., they take my hair out of the ponytail. I had showered at 3 p.m. the day before, and my hair was still wet. Isn't that crazy? Damn, don't brag. Sorry. So <laughs> Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash toast. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash toast, mykitsch.com slash toast. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Ready as I'll ever be. Let's hear it. Hi, what guys. What do we do? What do we do? I'm... Oh my God, sorry, I just had a stroke. Hi, love y'all. I'm writing into Unburden myself from literally three months ago, and I still cringe about it every day. Flashback, it's Easter. My husband was visiting me in a different city that I was traveling to for work. How many years ago? Sorry. Three months ago. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so it was Easter. Her okay. husband was visiting her because she was traveling for work. She's newly married, and he had gotten me two Easter baskets. One with, like, classic Reese's, Cadbury eggs, some slippers. I don't know yeah, why I said You're Reese's. making me hungry. Um, and the second one was Don't brag. Filled, the second one was filled with like sexual items. Mm. So we had gotten sheer underwear, sex dice, a raunchy card game, and butt plugs. Is that an Easter tradition? I think he was just trying to spice up married life. You know, they're separated. She's working. He's trying to make it nice. You know. Okay. Um, they had butt plugs that had rhinestones on the end. She just Cute. wanted us to know that little detail. Cute. Um, we ended I up feel st- like it's going to come in handy. Yeah. We ended up stopping at his parents' house for dinner. All goes well, and we head back to his truck, and we begin to back out. We were quickly stopped by my father-in-law running out to give us something. My husband 
an unforgotten sigh. He swings open the front door, immediately immediately notice the basket, looks me and my husband both in the eyes, hands us what we forgot, and shuts the door and walks back to the house. We have never discussed this ever again. I am mortified that my father-in-law saw my, my bedazzled butt plug set. Please help me forget this moment in life. Mm, that's tough. So what? Your father-in-law knows that his daughter-in-law loves his husband so loves his son so much that she would put a rhinestone up her butt like yeah i i mean obviously it's not ideal and you know i don't know what they're what they are like are they like really but i also feel like parents in general have an easier time with like their son thinking about their son engaging in such things as opposed to like a sibling as opposed to their daughter no you know like yes so i think being the daughter-in-law it's okay. It's right. okay. If you were a son-in-law and, you know, your wife's dad handed uh-huh. you a butt plug, uh-huh. like, that would be much worse. That's actually so true. But also, like, I don't know. It's not that weird. Like, parents, you know, gave birth to you. Like, they know what happens. They fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just an awkward moment. But, like, I don't think they'll think of you any differently knowing that you guys, like, have a healthy, vibrant sex life. You know, like, if my son like I found let's say my son and my daughter-in-law are here at my house spending the weekend and I go into clean because I love to clean and I find like vibrators and ball gags I would be like good for them yes is there anything that you could find like is there is there a line um no honestly no I think I'm very open like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm an open-minded person like I don't, I don't know. I don't know a lot of sex toys. So I'm like trying to think like <laughs> anal beads. I would be like, okay, maybe, you know, not for me, but good for them. Yeah. I really like, I'm really not a judgmental person. So I guess the question here is like, what are your in-laws like? Are they judgmental? Right. And she, I feel like that what she would have said there? that. Can you say again? Just sexual things. Sheer underwear. Cute. Sex dice. A card oh, game. It doesn't, like, the butt plug is the crazy one, but it's really not that bad. But it was bedazzled. That could be, you know, like people have bedazzled shit all the time. Yeah. And maybe it was a wine stopper. 100%. And the rest of the stuff is, like, cute and flirty and fun. And you're married. So, like, it's not like you're using this with a hooker. Totally. Don't it's sweat fine. it. Don't sweat it. It's really not a big deal. Honestly, it sounds, like, cute and funny. Yeah. Enjoy the Reese's. Hey, Jackson Claude. Hey. I have to unburden myself about something I did at work. Mm-hmm. I'm an ICU nurse. <laughs> I already see, like, the words down below, and it's it's made for me. I'm an ICU nurse, and last night at work, a coworker and – wait, sorry – Last night at work, a coworker and I needed to call someone to ask for help. Okay. The coworker who we were calling is named Tarek, and we couldn't remember his last name that we needed to call him on the special hospital phone. I fully said, oh, I remember. It's El Musa. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say that the HGTV house tur- flipper turned reality star Love Rhombus member was unable to be reached using the hospital phone, and my coworker was so confused and concerned with how I came up with the name Tarek El Musa. <laughs> I'm going to chalk it up to, to a night shift brain. First of all, that's iconic. That shit happens to me all the time. Like, I will – sometimes on the toes, like, I will – you're like, what's that girl from, um, you know, Scream Queens called? And I'll say the name of, like, someone I went to high school with. I know. I always get nervous it's, that I'm going to do something like that. It's mortifying, by the way, because then that person always reaches out, and then they think you're thinking about them. And, like, I'm really not. I'm really <laughs> not. It just, like, was in my brain, you know? Yeah. Or, like, worse, like, somebody you, like, cyberstalk someone whose name you shouldn't know right, even right. that's really bad this is hysterical and not embarrassing at all and at least it's like Tarek El Musa like everybody knows him like he's top of mind he just got engaged like he just did the gender reveal with Heather I mm, didn't they're having the a boy. it was a cute gender reveal and does he have any sons yet or does he just have daughters uh, I don't know do they have daughters I but I as the you know Tarek El Musa resident historian I really should know that and I don't shut up on your El Musa I know 
Oh my god, I'm, I'm like embarrassed. Almost embarrassed. I need to unburden myself now. You're fine, by the way. That's like a funny that's story. Funny. And, and now you got on the celebrity. It's a celebrity. Like, and now you fine. got on the podcast, so the whole thing was worth it, you know? Yeah, and now you have this inside joke with your fellow night nurse. And it's funny, and like, don't let this cloud your brain. Like, you're busy saving lives, you know? I'm sorry, it... like, Tarek El Musa is a firsty, lasty. Like, it's not your fault. Way, you just saw, like, that's exactly why you had this predicament because Tarek El Musa there is can, one word. There can only be one Tarek. Yeah, no, all other Tareks back down or change your last name to El Musa right I think I'm gonna change my first name to El Musa El Musa Ashray like I'm so connected to them like I'm obsessed you need to marry Tari <laughs> Claudia El Musa but see the thing is it's too close to Christina El Musa yeah all right ready for our third and final yes hey Jackson Claude hey let's get right to it okay my boyfriend and I have been dating for four years and nice. we've lived together for almost two nice. at this point in our relationship we're pretty open and comfortable with one another Cute. farting in front of each other peeing with the door open etc okay the other day I was getting ready to go to work um a work dinner with a couple of new clients I had not met yet met them in person I was getting ready and trying on different outfits and like greeting myself in the mirror like pretending i wanted to see how i would look to the clients when they met me for the first time i guess but i was like smiling waving (laughs) and putting my hand out for a handshake to myself in front of the mirror my boyfriend walked in on me doing this and absolutely roasted me i wasn't that embarrassed in the moment but to be honest i was like whatever you see me do so much more embarrassing stuff than this but thinking back on it i'm like holy shit i'm a huge freak who talks to themselves in the mirror and pretends to meet new people and now my boyfriend knows he's dating a huge freak Ugh, i keep cringing every time i think back help me on my burden there are cringy things that people do in the mirror, and that is not one of them. Like, you're a professional girl. You're taking things seriously. You want to see how every – like, every angle that people are going to see you from. Like, what does your dress do when you put your hand out? Does it go up too high? Right. Like, please, it's, does he not – like, he should get his fucking ass up in network, and he would know what it's like to practice to talking in the mirror. No, and I have to say, talking to yourself in the mirror – you have to be an extremely confident person to do that because it feels weird. And most people would be like, no, that's too weird. I would feel like a loser. And the fact that you're able to just like do it confidently and like, actually, I've never done that before, but I actually now might start doing that. That's like a great idea to like see how you look to other people while you talk. Yeah, I feel like I've done that. I don't know, in certain situations, like seeing how like, okay, I'm going to practice like smiling. What kind of smile? Like I'm going to the DMV. What smile am I doing? Like, I don't think that's a weird thing. It takes a really confident person to do that. So, like, you sound beautiful, stunning, and smart. And your boyfriend roasting you sounds like you just have that type of relationship. Like, I wouldn't take it personal. As long as he's not, like, truly making fun of you and making you feel bad or stupid, um, you did nothing wrong. And I think it's really cute and a totally normal thing. And there's, like, weirder things you could do in the mirror, like dancing. (laughs) Do you do that? Not in a long time, but now that I have a house, probably. Oh, for sure, now that I have a house. Um, I don't have enough mirrors yet. Honestly, like, I don't think it's that weird. I feel like I dance in the mirror all the time. Like, when I'm doing my makeup and I'm playing music, I look at myself and be like, yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck it. Live your life. No. You guys, you only get one life. Yeah. And when I started DJT, like, I used to talk to myself in the mirror all the time because I was so nervous and the only thing I could do was, like, because the only person I could trust was a girl in the mirror, you know? I was surrounded by Snatchler. No, I'm kidding. I wasn't there. No, I'm kidding. But, like... You just, like, you have nowhere to turn to, so you turn to yourself almost. Uh-huh. And I found it so immensely helpful. I still, I talk to myself in the mirror before every show, so there's really nothing wrong with it, and you shouldn't be embarrassed. Don't be. And if he's making you feel, like, too bad about it in a nefarious way, you know what I'm saying? Let us know. Red flag. Us. Red flag. Red flag. Um, but other than that, I hope we helped everyone. Um, they weren't that bad this week, so no. you guys have nothing to worry about. They're never that bad, especially once we dissect it and get down to It's always bits. worse for the person who's writing it in, but, like, to fresh ears, it's, like, it's not that crazy. Yeah. 
So that was unburdenyourselves at gmail.com. Coming up on Wednesday, we have Dear Toaster. So that's deartoasters at gmail.com. And we're back tomorrow for another fabulous audio and video experience. Yes. So hopefully we'll take all of today's learnings and tomorrow will be even better. Oh, so if you're watching on YouTube, because we are working with this new camera, our YouTube videos for this week will be up slightly later. It's probably going to take about an hour to upload and edit. So um, just stay tuned. They're coming every day. But if you're like so eager, you can listen to the podcast first. Yes. So we Podcasts do. are up immediately. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast, fast stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I Radio, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts, find us the Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, standing, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an Crayob Monday. In Crayob. Make it in Crayob, you guys. See you tomorrow on Tuesday. Tuesday. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.